Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. We've got a great repeat guest today. I was first introduced to Lori Hoffman with Pocket Testament League about a year and a half ago from my friend Ross Harrop with the, with uh, C12. And uh, Ross is very good at introducing me to people he runs into that are fantastic, dynamic people of faith. And Lori Hoffman, of course, is one of those. Lori, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thanks, Jim. It's great to be here. You know, as I understand, you're sitting up there in North Carolina just waiting for, uh, well, you know, what are you waiting for in Charlotte, North Carolina? Is that where, is, is that where you're spending Christmas? No, I, I live in Greensboro, North Carolina, but I'm in Charlotte today visiting with some of our Pocket Testament League members. And so I am right now on the phone with you, and hopefully we're going to be able to share with your listeners some of the neat things that God's doing through the work of the Pocket Testament League. Well, we better. That's what we're here for. I mean, I, you know. That's right. I'm so excited. We're going to, a little later on, my father-in-law, Ted Haynes, is going to be joining us because after I had you on the show the first time, a year and a half ago, it seems like it might even have been two years ago, my father-in-law goes, you know, I've been a member of the Pocket Testament League for, for forever. And he called into the show and shared a little bit of that. And it's been kind of fun because he's grown his ministry down in Fort Myers sharing the Pocket Testament League. But before we get into what Pocket Testament League is all about, how about just sharing, how is Jesus making a difference in Lori Hoffman's life today? Right, right. Well, I've been work, walking with uh, Christ for a long time, but I, I feel like I'm still really young in my faith. I know that I've got to be in the Word every single day and seek His face every morning when I rise. 
uh, lately, he's been really working in me uh, regarding his all-sufficiency, that when I'm weak, that he's strong. And some other things he's doing in my life, uh, Jim, are helping me develop a kingdom mindset about my time and my work, my priorities, and my relationships. Um, last week, I was in Dallas and reading in Psalm 100, and the verse, to serve the Lord with gladness, jumped out at me. And so in the last couple of weeks, I've been really meditating on how I can, as a woman of God and as a you know, person working in a, a, a job, how I can serve him with gladness. So those are some thoughts that he's working on in, in my life right now. I think that 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 message of all sufficiency that that God is is totally sufficient and he doesn't need our help but it is so hard when you're in business and sometimes when things get a little uglier and things really slow down when you're in sales this time of year things slow down period and it and it starts to play in your head and you start mm-hmm. to roll it around your head. Well, I don't know about you, but in my head it does. And I just got to be reminded, I understand, Lord, you've got this. You've got me here. I just need to be obedient. But it is tough. There are tough days where you're like, really? I don't know if I can make it to the end of the day. It, it, it's a tough one. But the Pocket Testament League that you're participating, I mean, as the Vice President of Development, I love that title, you know, Pocket Testament League's made an impact on our country, really on the world since 1917. And we come back, I want to talk about that, but just give a brief 30-second intro on the Pocket Testament League. What's it all about? So, really, the Pocket Testament League is about helping people who love God to develop the courage and to get comfortable with spending more time in His Word, to fall in love with His Word and with Him. And out of that, flows the desire to share it with other people. So our mission really is just to equip God's people to read, carry, and to share His Word with others. You know, what I, what I, you know, again, until Ross had introduced me to you, I had no idea about the Pocket Testament League. I'd seen some around, but I never had ever studied the organization. What I love about it, and this is something that I've, I've learned because of my interaction with you, is that when you're starting to share Christ with people, the best thing you can get them to do, especially my friends who've grown up in the Catholic Church, the best thing you can do, but it's mostly for everybody, get them to read the scriptures. And the mm-hmm. best place to get them to start is the Book of John, which is what the Pocket Testament League sends out millions. Millions of copies. All right, we're talking with Lori Hoffman from the Pocket Text, text <laughs> the Pocket Testament League. Sorry, Lori. <laughs> I'm just so excited. I'm just excited. I'm so excited for Christmas break. I am in so such a need for a vacation. I can't even tell you. Uh, so let's, you know, just let me tell you the impact that just meeting you 18 months ago. I have many friends that I grew up with that uh, don't know Christ yet. Not because I haven't talked to them about it, but because they just. They just need a little urging. And, and I've spent the last month sharing my, writing my testimony out a couple, two, three different ways for the, the different audiences. And I sent along a copy of a pocket testament. I said, listen, do me a favor. I know you know that my faith is different than what you grew up with in, in your church. I know that you know what I have is real. I want you to know the same thing, but don't take my word for it. Read this pocket testament. Just read this book of John And then tell me whether Jesus is who he says he is or he's a big fat liar. But tell me one or the other, but just read it. Because I know if they read it, the words of God will just resound in their heart because it just never, it never falls on deaf ears. When people read the scriptures for themselves, it's powerful. Absolutely. That's such a good, that's really good advice. And in fact, that's what Helen Cadbury, our founder, 
said, if we can just get people to read the Word of God, then it would save them. You know, they would be saved. So that's exactly what that's that's what we all need to do is give that word to our friends and family who don't know him. Well, let's talk about it. And, and I just would like to remind you also, I know you sent me pocket testaments, but there were no Cadbury chocolates with it. Um, but <laughs> no, there were not. And I don't know what the deal was. I think I made myself clear. I think you guys should package a testament with the Cadbury. All right. So talk to me about, about how the Cadbury heiress started the pocket testament league way back when in, in 1917. Well, actually, it, it actually started a little bit uh, sooner than that. Jim. Okay, all right. So in 1897, Helen was uh, 12 years old, and she went to a community revival in her hometown of Birmingham, England, and got saved. And she was so excited about her faith, she wanted to share it with all of her friends. And so she started actually carrying the Bible, the big family Bible, to school. But, of course, that was a little bit awkward. So her dad, who was the president of the Cadbury Chocolate Company, printed up some scriptures on his printing press, and 12-year-old Helen sewed pockets in her dresses, and then would slip those scriptures that her dad printed in those pockets on the way to school and just say a simple prayer that the Lord would give her one person to share those scriptures with. And he did. And one by one, uh, she shared the gospel with her friends at school, and they all became Christians. And they started doing the same thing as Helen. They would sew pockets on their dresses and put those scriptures in them and pray and ask the Lord to give them one person to share it with. And so those little girls called themselves the Pocket Testament League. That's how we got our name. And now here we are 122 years later, and we're still equipping Christians to uh, read, carry, and share God's Word. You and I read the article, the 1970 thing, I, 17 thing I had was a ladies' home journal article yeah. that I had read. That's on your webpage, so I had that screwed up in my head. I apologize. But you <laughs> okay. had some, you had some pretty early on endorsers: Teddy Roosevelt, Woodrow Wilson. Have you mm-hmm. had any big endorsements like that recently? Well, you know, yeah, we, we, we've had a lot of presidents that have endorsed the Pocket Testament League. But, you know, in today's era, endorsements are not necessarily what has been our focus. Our focus has been working with our individual members and our partners. So what we started doing, Jim, is branding Gospels, branding the covers of those Gospels with ministry partners like Focus on the Family and Johnny and Friends and Christian Surface Association. And then we've branched out into various businesses like Weaver Chevrolet and DRP Performance, a racing car manufacturer. So we have aligned ourselves with a variety of uh, international national ministries and with businesses both here in the States and throughout the world, that come alongside of us and we are able to partner with them to leverage their reach, their customer base, and their ministry base, if you will. So that's really the strategy of today. So that's a little different than I think when Helen Cadbury was still alive. So talk to me about how you're branding this, because I know that we've got three sets of pocket testaments to give away today. We're going to give away a little little bit later on in the show. Talk to me about how you're branding them. You're talking about putting, like, the cover, the the logo cover for these places on there? Is right. that what you're doing? Right. And, you know, when you think about this, um, you know, with you being um, a, a ministry that helps people to share their faith and live their faith out in the workplace, in the marketplace, we have uh, also been thinking along those same lines as how can we partner with Christian business owners who really love God and who want to integrate their faith into the everyday activities and priorities of their business. And so, for example, there's a businessman in Pennsylvania who has a car dealership, and we put a Chevrolet on the cover of his car, his 
uh, Gospel of John, uh, and then he's got his mission, vision, core values, and he puts one in the glove box of every car that rides off of his lot. And so that's just a neat way for him as a business owner to be able to plant more of God's Word in the lives of people. We also have a man in uh, Virginia who owns this uh, manufacturing company for racing cars, and he puts one in every shipment. He ships about 10,000 packages all over the world every year, and he puts one in every single shipment. So these are some neat ways in which business people are leveraging their business um, segments, their marketplace segments, uh, to reach people for Christ. Talk to me how being part of the Pocket Testament, how did you come to be part? I don't even remember the story anymore. How did you come to be part of the Pocket Testament League? Well, I know many of your listeners are familiar with LinkedIn. Yes, they are. That's a, that's a great networking site. And I was looking for a new opportunity where I could really make my faith more visible, more tangible in my work. And I know a lot of your listeners probably deal with this. They, they're doing work, and they, they like what they're doing, or maybe they don't, but they want to be able to do something big for God. They, they really want to live big for God. And, and, of course, we know, and, and, and it's true, that whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all for the glory of God. So, there's you know, work is sacred, and it's worship, whether you're working in a ministry or you're working for an insurance company, or if you're working at home, raising your children. But I really had a hunger to be more visible with my work, and my workplace was not very friendly to my faith. And so, neatly enough, God put an ad in the LinkedIn, um, and I was able to find it, and that's how I came to work for them a couple, three years ago. What a special privilege that is. So you're, you're out is. there. I mean, you're going around the country making sure people know about it, and, and I know mm-hmm. that there are, I mean, how many pocket testament leaguers are there just in the united states people that are that are regularly saying hey i need some more and they're buying 10 at a time or 20 at a time or 120 at a time how many how many pocket testament leaguers are there registered today well that's always hard to say because we constantly are enrolling new members throughout the whole world and a big part of our growth has been in the international market so i would say probably about half of our members we have about 600 thousand members worldwide. About half of them probably are in the U.S. and in North America. The other half are from, you know, various countries like Brazil and Japan, uh, Russia, Italy, um, China. Big. They, we have a lot of uh, members in China. So, uh, you know, we're, we're growing very fast. But I will say, for your listeners' benefit, that when Helen Cadbury was alive, we had nearly 8 million members worldwide. And those were handwritten records back in those days. She and her husband went all over the world uh, sharing the gospel and having crusades. They went to Australia and India and Brazil and uh, over to China and, of course, in the U.S. And people were signing up right and left to be a member of the Pocket Testament League because it was such an easy, simple, and unique way to share your faith in a non-threatening environment. Wow, I mean, and that's that's amazing. And I know that today there's so many different resources and ways for people to to hear the gospel. Obviously, the the internet, and I brought on people that are sharing it over the internet. Or people are, I mean, they can get access to the gospel in a whole bunch of different ways. But what mm-hmm. I what I got an email from a friend that I gave a full size Bible to this past week, and he goes, "Jim, you were right. Reading it on my phone, it's not near the same as reading it the written words in front of me. It's it's so impactful." And, right. and, and that's why the Pocket Testament League exists, getting the scriptures into people's hands and getting them to read it 
people's lives are never the same. And they get to hear truth that they maybe have heard through other people's lips, but they to see it and read it for themselves, it's so powerful. It is. And think about this, Jim. It's very disruptive. In the age of technology, the printed word is very disruptive. And that's a good thing. Hey, we're talking today with Lori Hoffman from the Pocket Testament League and my father-in-law, Ted Haynes. Ted, thanks for calling in today. Well, thank you. Merry Christmas, Jim and Lori. Well, it's great to have you. Just wanted to hear, how did you first find out about the Pocket Testament League? Well, I was at Navigator's headquarters, and uh, we were having a CBMC conference. And uh, one of the fellows introduced me to it then. And uh, I don't know, that's probably been... 35, 40 years ago. But so what, how did they introduce it to you? What did they, what was the concept that they presented to you back then? Well, it hasn't changed. I don't believe it's, it's uh, been basically engaging somebody and uh, just, just sharing Jesus Christ with them. Um, and, and that's basically what I'm doing again today. You know, many times we've been out to dinner, Ted, Martha, and I, and you and, and Elaine, and, and we've got good service. And as you're paying your bill, you'll say, hey, listen, I got a gift for you. And you give them a pocket testament. I, I've seen you do it many times. But I know that you also have a specific ministry in with uh, veterans, because you being a veteran of the Korean War. Talk to me about the, the specific ministry of how you reach out to veterans around you. Well, I, I take uh, a flag that has been flown over. Uh, our home or someone else's and that has no longer in condition to fly and you know we're supposed to recycle them and i i cut the stars out of the blue field and then i put it with a little um uh, note that i print up about thanking them for their service and i say your comrade in arms uh ted haynes korean veteran and then also inside of that there is a track about the american flag and it's amazing um, how well that is received. And uh, then it's also, I feel like I start loading them up because then we go to the Pocket Testament League. Uh, and then, it, you know, well, I was, for instance, I was in a, a, a Walmart and I was looking at the ammunition. Guy came up and he had a hat on that it was, a, he had been a Marine. And I commented on it. And then we, we shared a little bit of military stuff. And uh, I gave him both things, the, the star and the pocket testament. And he said, man, he said, you have made my day. And it was <laughs> it was really a, a blessed thing. Well, Lori, I'm sure you hear stories like this all the time, where people mm -hmm. are uh, putting the pocket testaments in their pockets, just like uh, Miss Cadbury did, and, mm -hmm. and looking for opportunities every day to hand these things out. How... You know, how similar is Ted's story to other stories you hear around the country? <laughs> well, it's just the thrill. You can't see my face, but I'm just smiling so big because to hear you, hear Ted talk about his experience, and Ted and I have um, had some interaction over the year, and he's he's just an amazing man. He's put te pocket testaments in the back of um, airplane uh, seats, and oh, he's yeah. got some <laughs> cool stories about that. Don't you, Ted? Uh, well, I, I have a, I actually have a story from today. Um, oh, okay. I, went, I went to the VA this morning, and uh, I was in her, I was uh, talking to the uh, lady that was signing me in, and um, uh, we shared a little bit. Beautiful lady, and I said, "Do you speak Spanish?" And she said, "No, I'm from Jamaica." So I shared with her a uh, English version, pocket testament. But to say all that, I, I like to wear cargo 
uh, shorts or pants because they have so many pockets. And I load up my pockets with different <laughs> versions. I have one in Spanish that is both Spanish and English, which we we have a lot of of folks that uh, would would gravitate to that one. I have in the other pocket the Haitian version, which is Creole, and because we have a lot of people from Haiti in this area. And then uh, I, I'm, I'm tempted to buy the German version. There are so many versions that, that you can satisfy almost everything. I'm getting requests, actually, for uh, uh, um, uh, Islamic, uh, uh, what do you call them? Arabic, Arabic. ones in Arabic? Arabic. Yep. Do you have some in Arabic, Lori? Yes, we're just launching Arabic right now. Very nice. Yeah. And yeah, I'm excited really about bad. that because I have a missionary friend that... Uh, is dealing with a lot of people of that persuasion and has had great results, and he's been asking me for the last year and a half for an Arabic yeah. translation. Yeah, well, and, and uh, there was a, it was a Tampa Bay Area company that helped us with that funding for getting an, an Arabic-English gospel um, printed. But I, I want to mention, too, Jim and Ted, that just um, in the month of October, like October the 28th, we had a man write in on our website, and we get probably 20,000 testimonials a year from people who are either giving these Gospels or who are receiving the Gospels. So we know that people's lives are being changed. But this particular man said that he was a homosexual living in a homosexual brothel in New Orleans, and he had woken up from a three-day drunk. He was in the middle of the street, and he looked and in the gutter there was a pocket testament, and he took it as a sign from God. He got it and read it. He gave his life to the Lord. He enrolled in seminary, and now he writes that I'm giving out these pocket testaments, and I cannot give them out fast enough. I love God's Word, and I love what he's done in my life. So just a month and a half ago, we had the most marvelous testimony of somebody who had given a pocket testament out, and probably someone had gotten it, maybe even tossed it, maybe threw it away. Well, because of I think at fifty five eleven we know it does not return void. God's word does not return void, and so this man, you know, recovering from a, a bad weekend, took it as a sign from God. And I just I love it. It happens over and over again, and it has for the last hundred and twenty two years since the gospel has been given out through the Pocket Testament League. So how many of those? How many Pocket Testaments, Lord, do you guys print each and every year? Wow. Well, it's it's growing all the time. We've given out probably a hundred million, more than that, over the you know over the hundred twenty years we've been in you know in ministry. But um, interestingly enough, we probably print about a million in, in in the states, and maybe about a million, maybe um, throughout the rest of the world. But in China this year, we're printing seven and a half million. Wow. So we are really getting a lot of traction in the country of China, which is neat because, as you all know, it's a communist country and it's not legal to share the gospel. But God has given favor to the Pocket Testament League, and we have permission from the governmental agency that monitors Christian activity in that country to give us approval to print pocket-sized gospels of John in Chinese in mainland China and distribute them through the Chinese church, the registered church. Isn't that not amazing? That's what a great backdoor God's got on that one. I love that. Yeah, That's, I know. I love it. Yeah, because they're not expecting people to actually read it and have it impact their lives. But boy, if anybody reads the Word of God, it never goes back. I mean, I, no. I I can't tell you how many times, and, and it's I started doing it years ago, but boy, in the last five or six years, just getting... I, anybody, anytime I... Tell somebody about Christ. Say, wait, wait, wait. Just wait. I'll be back in a day, and I will give you a Bible. And I, and I always put my business card in the book of John. And I say, you just got to read the book of John. Just read the book of John. 
and then we can have a conversation. And that's all I ever yeah. do. And then we get to have a conversation because they have a basis for learning. And a lot of times, and it's, again, with a lot of my friends that grew up in church, but they were never encouraged to read their Bible, when they read it for themselves, it, mm-hmm. tra- it, it is transformational. And I just listened to a book that was written by a Muslim guy who was, who was seeking Allah and found Jesus. And he said when he started reading the scriptures— all of a sudden it started refuting a lot of the stuff that he'd been told about Christianity and just the truth that's out there. All right, both of you stick with us. We come back. I got some more questions for both of you. Don't go away. We're talking with Lori Hoffman. She's with the Pocket Testament League. And we got my father-in-law, Ted Haynes, on the line. He's been a Pocket Testament League member for almost 40 years. This is the reason we're talking about this today, because this is a great tool for you and for me to use each and every day in our workplace, in our business interactions. I've got these in my briefcase, and, and I run out of them, and I got to resupply because people say... Well, I don't know. I've never really read the Bible. I'm like, wait a minute. I've got a copy for you right here. We've got Lori Hoffman. She's the vice president of development with the Pocket Testament League. And we also have joining us on the line, my favorite father-in-law. Oh, yes, right. I only have one. My father-in-law, Ted Haynes, who's been a member of the Pocket Testament League longer than I have been part of his family which that's a long time already. So that's a pretty good deal. So, Ted, you first found out about the Pocket Testament League when you were still living in Moline. Yeah, but I have to be uh, confess that you know I it's kind of like my new Christian faith. Uh, I didn't do a, a significant job at Pocket Testament League until probably uh, my enthusiasm for it grew, and now it's it's you know several a day. But um, it, you know it, it, we start slowly. It, it's uh, intimidating, and and the Pocket Testament League has a boot camp that it helps you learn how to share the gospel. Well, Lori, talk to me about that that uh, boot camp that you guys have. Right. It's an evangelism boot camp, and then we have another resource called Fearless. So all of our evangelism and discipleship resources online are free. And as Ted was saying, it's really nice because, I mean, all of us have natural fears of sharing our faith. And, you know, we're not Robbie Zacharias or R.C. Sproul or Billy Graham. We just we don't know how to... Uh, you know, defend our faith sometimes, and that keeps us from sharing our faith. But if we can learn to step out in conjunction with the Holy Spirit, we can see amazing results. And so these Evangelism Boot Camp is designed to be an online, in-home course that you take. There are, I don't know, five or ten minutes each lesson, and it gives you little assignments that you can go out and try. And um, people say that it really changes their whole way of looking at how to share their faith and the whole calling that we have as Christians to be evangelistic. So I I think it's a nice resource and it's convenient because it works itself into your busy schedule. Well, what's really cool about the Pocket Testament League is that it's not like the that the Pocket Testament takes up so much space. You can shove it in your briefcase, you shove it in your purse, put it in your back pocket, or as Ted says, buy a cargo pants with 17 pockets on them, and you can put each different version, each one of the pockets, <laughs> so that you know. Maybe, Ted, what you could do is you could have Elaine embroider the language of the pocket <laughs> so that you so that you can make sure you keep track of all those. But But what's really cool is that we're willing to, we've got some of these to give away today. Now, they're all in English, the ones we're giving away today. But if you would like to get your hands on eight, nine, ten of these things, call into the studio line now. Jose will take your name and number. We'll get those sent out to you right after Christmas or right after the new year. 877-943-9673. If you'd like to get this resource, we're going to give away today. But, Lori, talk to me about how people can get more 
how they can sign up to be part of the Pocket Testament League and how they get testaments sent to them. How does it work? Right. <clears throat> so the way it works, Jim, is a person can get on the Internet and go to ptl.org and join the league. Now, membership in the league is completely free. Uh, members are people who have made a commitment to themselves before God that they want to read God's Word regularly. They want to carry it with them wherever they go. They put it in their pants pocket, their purse, their briefcase, golf bag, backpack, you know, in their glove box, and just purpose to work in conjunction with the Holy Spirit to give it to somebody that they need. Um, it's a really fun way. And so they will can order up to 30 a month. Well, they can order more than that, actually, but 30 a month is free. Um, you'll be asked if you want to make a donation, and when people can, they usually do. But a lot of our donors or members, um, they, they can't donate. And so they are part of a unique sponsorship program that the league uh, uses to pair up members who have the ability to underwrite those gospel orders with those who want to share their faith but don't have the, the resources to do so. And so we have a, a neat way. There's no reason anybody could ever not get 30. In fact, a really neat story, um, spring a year ago, we got a, an, um, a, a, a testimonial on the website from a 14-year-old boy who was ordering 30 free a month. He had started in the fall, and he was ordering them faithfully, and he and his friends were going to have a distribution at the end of their school year. They wanted to give every member of their grade at the end of the school a pocket-sized Gospel of John. But, of course, you know, at 14, he doesn't have the resources to be able to make a donation. So what a joy it was for those sponsors to underwrite that Gospel order. Uh, did you ever get to hear the results? Did he, did he ever follow up with you and say, okay, mm -hmm. after we hand those all out at the end of the year, the next year, did you get to hear? We never really did hear, but what was neat was he said, I'm not waiting until the end of the year to, you know, to, to share my faith. He said, I've already brought four people from my class to youth group, and one of them has been saved. And so he was a little, he had an evangelist heart, that little young, that, that young boy did. You know, what's cool about when when you get a chance, and a lot of people, as you said, people are fearful about evangelizing because they've, they've, yeah. been, to, they've been told that nobody wants to hear it. They've been told that uh, we should keep our faith to ourselves. But, but the bottom line is, we've got the only hope that our world desperately needs, and that is Jesus. And when you start to have real conversations with people, they're not opposed to the gospel. They're, most of them are just opposed to church and how they've been hurt at church. And a lot of them don't know who the real Jesus is. Mm -hmm. And that's the power in the pocket Testament. When you give them mm -hmm. the words of Jesus that he himself said, all of a sudden people are, wow, mm -hmm. I didn't realize he said that. You know, I mean, it's it's amazing and powerful. Well, and Ted, you can testify. How many times, as you've handed out pocket testaments, have you been punched in the face? Uh, never punched in the face. I've only, <laughs> I think, in all this last year, I've only had three rejections. And what did that rejection look like? Uh, they were mostly kind. Uh, one person said that she was an atheist. Uh, another person just said, no, thank you. Another gentleman said, I'm Jewish, and I said, so is my Savior, and I'd like to share the uh, story about him. And he took it. <laughs> and I had, that right. conversation. I had that conversation with with a uh, a new friend that is Jewish uh, a couple of weeks ago. And he goes, well, I'm Jewish. I don't really believe in that whole Christianity stuff. I'm like, really? That's weird, because my Savior is a Jewish carpenter. <laughs> that just doesn't make sense to me. But you know what? It, being sensitive to it, but that, I mean, Ted, how many pocket testaments have you given away in the years, do you think? I mean, have you given away a 1,000? I have no clue, Jim. Well, I I mean, just don't, give me an uh, estimate. What do you think? 
Well, if you order 30 a, a, a month. That's 360 a year. Okay, uh, probably. And then since uh, I've been a representative, of course, uh, I have a bigger supply. And I'm, I'm, what, five or six a day now And uh, when I'm out. Uh, but I just had a uh, – you guys made me think of this. Uh, I talk about Helen Canterbury taking a mission trip. I'm willing to take a mission trip from Fort Myers, Florida, to Tampa and and share um, the story of the Pocket Testament League with any church that would like to call into you and ask me to come mm-hmm. and be a speaker. And then we would recruit their members to be members of the Pocket Testament League. And, and as Lori said, there's no charge for that. But uh, then I could then I could mooch off of you for a couple of days, and it would just be a win-win for me. I'm happy to have you mooch anytime. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, so, Lori, as we head into the new year, and this is a great New Year's resolution. If there's ever going to be like a number one, because New Year's resolutions are really ridiculous, especially if you think you're going to lose weight. Because I don't know, it seems like whenever you say I want to lose weight <laughs> at the end of the next year, you're like, wow, that didn't work so good. Uh, but <laughs> but when you when you set a goal like, wow, I want to start with giving away a New Testament. Uh, maybe maybe just one a week. Maybe just want to start. Maybe one a month. But look for a way to give away a copy of the scriptures. This is a great New Year's resolution. People can go out to ptl.org and become a member and start requesting uh, pocket testaments right away. Right? Oh, absolutely. And what's really fun about that is once you get them, you get a membership label. So this is kind of a cool way of actually tracking your effort. You have a membership label, a membership number that's assigned to you when you become a, a, a member of the Pocket Testament League. When you get your Gospels in the mail, you get these labels with your number on it, and then you put it in the back of the Gospel. And then you just plant the Word wherever God shows you to throughout the city, if you get to travel or if you go overseas. And then that number tracks back to you through our back um, and engine. And it's really fun. You know, a couple of uh, months, it was probably early spring, I was at a business meeting in Charlotte, and I gave a pocket testament to a guy who lived in Sarasota. And about three weeks later, I got an email from Pocket Testament League saying that that same gentleman had joined the Pocket Testament League. And I was so excited. I was like, isn't that neat? Something, somebody I gave a gospel to has joined the league now. So it's, it's a lot of fun to see how God uses that. And sometimes people get saved. They have dramatic experiences with the gospel that ties into that membership number. Uh, so that's a neat um, resource. And, of course, they're free, and you can order up to 30. I don't know if we mentioned this, Jim, but we have lots and lots of covers. We have the patriotic covers and the, uh, the veteran covers. We've got flowers and animals. Uh, we've got... Um, I don't know. Don't you have one cover? Kind of, you have one cover that says this book is alive. Yeah, it is. And and that pairs with the online resource called This Book is Alive, actually. And it's a six week Bible study that you can do in a home group or in a Sunday school class. And it's a way of growing stronger in your faith to really understand the power of God's word. And that's all free on the internet. So what? those two books, This Book is Alive is are two of the many covers that we have available. You know, when I was on your website, I noticed that you have a ton of ministry partners uh, listed on your ministry partner page. How how do those people become ministry partners? Well, as I mentioned earlier in the show, 
we have a strategy of partnering with various organizations like CBMC, Ted mentioned them a, a little bit ago, and Child Evangelism Fellowship. We partner with them and we create a gospel that's branded for their organization, and then we put their business website or their ministry website on our website under the partners page, and then we have them link our website to their um, business website. And so we're just... Um, uh, what, what is it like? Kind of cross. Well, it's co-branding, right? It's co-branding. I mean, you're you're branding, co-branding. each other. Yeah, that's cross-marketing, co-branding. I like that. So really, what yeah. we should set for a goal for 2016 is for us to get some I work for him pocket testaments. We need to do that. Let's yes. do it. We, we do that. Yeah, I work for him, Gospel of John, and then we can have your mission, vision, core values, a little bit about you, and yeah, and then you can use those in your ministry. Yeah, we absolutely got to do that. All right, I've got yeah. something to give away. If people want to call into the studio line now at eight seven seven nine four three ninety six seventy. It's not too late to call in, 877-943-9673. I know some of you are sitting in traffic. Call in. It's okay. Jose's waiting, 877-943-9673. Ted, talk to me about a recent one you handed out that you got to have a conversation, not just a handout. Sure. Um, I I broke my hand. I'm I'm up in Minnesota, and I'm in the uh, X-ray room and the lady is is working with me and we're chatting and i shared the gospel with her and then we talked about our uh, jesus christ and she showed a, a, a bit of interest and then i was taken to another room and i came back about a month later to get another x-ray and she says oh she says i was just talking to my friend about you last night and so uh she brought it back up her friend was interested in the gospel of john and it, it was it was I was able to uh she did not pray with me but she she I'm sure that she will uh, either has or will and it it, it precipitated another quest uh, conversation between her and her friend We've been talking today with Lori Hoffman and Ted Haynes, both of them. Ted, a me- longtime member of the Pocket Testament League and Lori Hoffman works with the Pocket Testament League. Lori, how do people get involved? Well, they can go to the website, ptl.org, and become a member. And they can call into the studio there and just give you their name and their email address, and we'll make them a member that way, too. Because I know a lot of people don't always have access to a computer, you know, when, when they're thinking about it. But I wanted to share a really quick story of something that really blessed me. A couple of years ago when our president, Mike Brickley, was on the radio, he had someone call in and share the story that when she was a little girl, she collected miniature books. And... She grew up and went to college and took this miniature book collection with her. But sometime along um, her early years, she had gotten a Gospel of John, a little miniature pocket-sized Gospel of John, in her book collection. When she got to college, she put it up on a shelf. But she went through some tough times, as many of us do when we're in college, and she remembered that she had the Gospel of John in her book collection. So she took it down and she read it, and she gave her life to the Lord, and that was 1969. But the copyright of that pocket-sized Gospel of John was 1933. Oh, my word. 1933, and she had collected it and then actually read it and received Christ in 1969, and now it's 2011, 
And she's sharing with Mike that not only did she become a Christian, but she purposed in her heart to marry a Christian. And they had six children who were all believers, and now they were seeing the generation, their grandchildren raised in the church. And so it all was from a gospel printed in 1933. And so earlier in the show, we talked about the power of the written word and how important it is to have something where people can actually hold it. And they may not ever need it right when they get it. And, you know, Taylor was talking about sharing it with that nurse at the hospital. You know, she may not look at it again until she needs it. And at that point is when God can use it to bring her to saving faith. It's fantastic. But that's the power of the written word. It is the power of the written word of God. Lori Hoffman and Ted Haynes, thanks for being on I Work For Him today. Merry Christmas to you both. Merry Christmas. Hey, as we come to the end of another I Work For Him show, I hope you were listening today just trying to give you another tool in your workplace and how you can make an impact for Christ by sharing the actual Word of God. Go out to ptl.org, pockettestamentleague.org, and become a member and get some free Gospels to hand out. I'm hoping that this challenged you on how we could take this city. You know, we learned today that our faith can impact people's lives just by being real with them and looking for opportunities each and every day. I pray, Lord, that that I would hear his voice and I'd be obedient to the things he says. And, and as Ted shared and Lori shared, there are hundreds of thousands of people out there each and every day that would be open to a conversation. And Ted uses his veteran status to open up conversations with other veterans. And Lori shared stories of people all over the world that are being impacted. And a woman that just, that got that collected a 1933 copy of the Pocket Testament and read it in 1969. Who knows? You could get one of those today, and 40 years from now, we won't even have written paper. It'll be a collector's item, but it still can impact lives because the Word of God will not go void. It's so powerful. Go out to ptl.org and join tonight and start sharing the Gospels with your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, your employees. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. But ultimately, remember, I work for him. Hey.